Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PersusGrown.com. In this episode, we're going to be talking about good etiquette for family gatherings and parties. This is the last episode before Christmas, so happy Christmas to all of those who celebrate it. Happy holidays to everybody else. I hope you all manage to spend some time with your families and just get some rest and eat loads of good food. And I hope Santa brings you some nice things. So anyway, let's go on with the grow guides and I'll speak to you at the end of this. Roll something nice and I'll see you in a bit. So it's Christmas time, nearly. You've got two days. When this episode goes out, it's only going to be two days until Christmas is here. Man. And you're going to be visiting family and visiting friends and shit. And not all of them are going to be cannabis consumers. And they probably will not be as much of a cannabis enthusiast as you are. Because you listen to this show, which means you're pretty much an enthusiast. So... We're going to try and explain ways which you can be polite and respectful with your cannabis use so you don't get in anybody's way or piss anybody off only unintentionally because not everybody is as accepting as others when it comes to the cannabis use. They'll start calling you a devil druggie and a degenerate and shit, and then you're going to have to get the fists out and start throwing them around and be like, what you fucking say to me? You don't want to do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, yeah. No. (laughs) Just so we're clear, don't do that. You are an advocate for the cannabis plant. That's right. Be right. good, man. Show show people how, <laughs> and then they might be more inclined to be like, oh, he's a really cool laid back guy. Maybe we should, or girl, maybe we should try some of this cannabis so we can be laid back cool people like they are. That That's what oh, you want to try and do. You don't know my family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets complicated with family sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It does, really big time. <laughs> Depending, especially in prohibition lands, you know? Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. But this is it, man. Not everybody's into that shit. And I've heard stories before. An old friend used to tell me a story where on one, he lived in South Africa at the time, and one particular uh, Christmas party he had, he had the in-laws round, and he made some gravy and he put some cannabis in this gravy. And they, they were dead set against cannabis, but, you know, they had some of this cannabis great, great without knowing it had cannabis in it and enjoyed it very much. But still, that's rule number one, man. Don't be spiking anybody with the yeah, weed. That's a risky move. Yeah, Ghosting yeah. anybody without their permission is a really, that's, that's a right, move, man. Right. And even then, you know, because you don't want to spike them. So they're unaware that they've had cannabis. But even when they're just occasional smokers, and you say you're outside smoking some, some that gorgeous lemon tree. You know what I'm saying, Savant's? <laughs> and then somebody comes out and be like oh i smoke sometimes can i have some of that with you and you'd be like yeah cool because you don't mind sharing because you're a stoner you know but make sure you tell them this is really strong shit and you should be very careful with it don't be just chunking it away just a couple of drags pass it back you know and then if you're not mash up then you can have a couple more drags when people have cannabis you want them to have a nice experience with that cannabis so they'll be more inclined to do it again in the future so just bear that in mind when you go and share a joint or a blunt or a bowl or something with somebody who doesn't smoke very often. That's a fact there, because I have shared a joint before with someone who was a newbie. And unfortunately, the only thing I had with me at the time was this LSD that I'm smoking today. 
and <laughs> I think it was three hits deep. This guy was so zoned out. It was completely. And then you babysitting. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a bad experience. It took him years before he decided to even try it again. <laughs> it sounds like a bubble hot gummy. <laughs> he kept saying the same thing. It's like, you grow this in your garage? Like, what the hell? You know? Mm. No, but it's a, it's a bad move. Don't do that. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, and just bear that in mind when you go to share with somebody. And it's always, and we always say this, man, this is something we should do say often. You'd never spike anybody or give them cannabis without their knowledge they need to know that they're taking this shit don't fuck them over yeah you know i'm saying so don't spike any of the christmas food and go to margie's website and look out for anything that you can make for christmas dinner that could be edible or infused with some cannabis and that's yeah, right yeah but i actually just know. made some delicious fudge a recipe that was provided by i believe savant nice and uh yeah that's a nice way to do it. Mm-hmm. Give someone a little piece of fudge. Let them know what's in it. And Marge always has great advice as well. It's like make two versions, one with the cannabis in it and one without. So you right. can just take a few nibbles and be like, that's some good shit. I'll eat the stuff that doesn't have the weed in now. So I don't end up like bubble hawk on a Saturday right. I was going to say, that's, <laughs> that's clearly where I went wrong. You don't <laughs> want all your dinner guests drooling at the table because... Yeah, <laughs> imagine you, that. Dessert. <laughs> you made this shit so fucking strong. Everybody's asleep halfway through the turkey. You'd be like, oh, it wasn't me. It was the trip to fam. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. when we bring yeah, edibles, more... when we oh, bring edibles ahead. to a party, I always like to decorate the edibles so that it's very obvious that it's got cannabis in it. Like taking brownies and, and taking a stencil yes. and just using powdered sugar and stenciling a cannabis leaf on top or something like that, yeah. or putting four twenty on something. Just anything. Yep. So that somebody does does not come up by accident and grab something. Right. Skull yeah, crossbones, man. They'll stay away from it. <laughs> That'll work. That anything, but market. By all means, market. I don't know who needs to hear this, but a sly smile and a wink does not constitute telling people that it's got weed in it. <laughs> just good just point. so we're all aware. Good point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be a little more obvious than that. Like, I mean, stoners may pick that up, but yeah, use use your words like a big person. (laughs) And and then the whole smoking thing, you you know, there's lots of people who don't smoke cannabis and and smoking cannabis in in a house, that smell lingers for a long time. That's why you have those specific Airbnbs for people who use cannabis because the the smell of cannabis will linger for ages after it's been smoked in a house. And some people might not want you to smoke weed in their house, man. That's something that has to be taken into consideration as well, you know? So go outside and smoke out there. Give yourself five minutes after you've smoked that shit for the smell to evaporate. Unless you're in Canada, because you'd be dead if you did that. Just fucking say, fuck you, I'm smoking in here. (laughs) But what do you guys do? So much, I mean, do you visit friends sometimes where they don't allow smoking in the house? I don't smoke in my house. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't smoke joints in my house. I use my dry herb vaporizer in my house all the time, but I don't mm. usually smoke joints indoors because the smell does linger so much. And I live with people who don't smoke at all, like right. my spouse and my my mother-in-law are not cannabis users, really. So, mm-hmm. yeah, out of respect. So, yeah, smoke outside. And if you know it's going to be fucking cold, just bring a toque. You'll survive. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are you saying, TG? Because do you smoke in your house? <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> <laughs> I am right now. I shouldn't be. <laughs> right. I'm just trying to get to in trouble. Fucking, oh, yeah. Well, oh, fuck. I already did. She came back from groceries and she's like, it fucking smells in here. Right. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. That's the only problem with smoking weed. 
It's like it does, it does it. have that smell. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't. That's because Just, uh, yeah, that's a good <laughs> etiquette. Make sure everybody else is smoking, and then no one will complain about the smell because everybody will be nose blind. Perfect. Good answer. Perfect. Good answer. Right. Yes. <laughs> no, I would like. I don't know. I, I'm a really bad person to ask because I, I don't give a fuck. I just smoke, you know, like I don't smoke in my house, but I, I don't like. What about when you visit your parents? What do you do then? Well, smoke, you know, <laughs> they both, they smoke cigarettes. So I don't smoke right, inside right. the house. I could. Um, it's more about like Cheryl's asthma, right? She, that's why I don't smoke in the house. And plus, again, it does linger. And I don't want my shit to smell like weed all the time. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. no, like the garage. That's the classic Canadian thing. Mm-hmm. Probably American, you know. Just going to the garage for, you know, fucking whatever. Just going to go check the Safety tire pressure. Or, yeah, <laughs> right. so going yeah. for a walk with the cousins, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. That kind of shit. But yeah, we go to the garage. I have heaters in my garage. My dad at home has, uh, like, his garage is heated with a gas furnace and shit. So Not generally, sure. we just go to a place where you can smoke more freely. Because it is fucking cold mm-hmm. outside. Um, mm-hmm. and I worked up north. It was like fucking thirty-five and shit. And I remember I was out there, and my hand like was so fucked, like just dry and like just cranked, craggled. Frostbite in your toes and shit. Fuck, yeah, man. you know I, I don't understand <laughs> cigarette smokers that like do that, and then you're just like, yeah, yeah it's like twenty oh, times fuck. a day. <laughs> yeah, for those like, for those of you listening too, when he says thirty five, he's talking about thirty five below zero Celsius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it fuck just is fuck. But fuck. you, you kind of get acclimatized to it at, at that point. I was Man, even your fucking smoke's cold. freezing at that temperature. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. It was that's that where was clouds cool. come from. Are freezing, yeah. <laughs> Some of the coolest smoke I ever saw was when I was driving back from the drills, like three in the morning, and it was like thirty five below, right? But I, I'd stop in the middle of the the fucking tundra basically yeah the basket there's nobody around probably for 500 miles like nobody like no communities or anything there's drill camps and shit but it, it's the eeriest thing but there it's so still up there and it's so cold that when you smoke it's like this this stratus of of clouds that just sits there you can, you can go inhale it again almost if you want it yeah. so cool so cool but anyway sorry, it's so it. cold not even the air wants to move <laughs> no it's true it's it's fucked what about you, oh. monkey? What do you do when when you visit people who, do, who you have to stay pretty hidden because you you're in a, an illegal state as well, right? Absolutely. And uh, so what I usually do is I res- I rely on edibles. I'll dose before I go, and then I'll bring uh, small bottles of oil, like five mils of oil, with me, and I'll just you know excuse myself. And if I need it, that's what I'll do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I actually have very very little friends that I can openly consume with because all of them have friends that don't so mm-hmm. it's always a, always a mixed crowd one of those things so in a mixed mm-hmm. crowd you're better off just not making waves you know kind of slide out the back real quietly and do what you have to do now in big crowds um, bigger parties where there's a lot of stuff going on there it's always you know man I mean, you know what i'm talking about it's always easy enough to find the smokers mm-hmm. and you, you just kind of watch the people who are lingering around the outside edges and usually if you slip out somebody's right behind you so in the larger gatherings, it's usually easy enough to find somebody. And you, in that kind of case, you slip back into the woods behind a house or behind a garage or something like that, because it's not freezing here. But that's usually what I do. But mostly I rely on edibles. That's what we'll do. Nice. What about you, Bubble? What, what's your score? Balls to the wall, bro. 
<laughs> you don't of care, course it you? is. It's rose and all day, every day. I'm, I'm that I'm that type of guy that everybody knows I smoke anyway, so it's no point in hiding it. And I usually get the someone will come out and be like, "Oh, can I have a hit of that?" But I'll mm. usually do it outside. Like if it's at someone else's house, it'll be outside. If it's in my house, I've got my own room set up with the press. <laughs> Dr. Dabber, the volcano, bongs, pipes, whatever else. You know, neon paintings on the wall, you know. Yeah, LEDs <laughs> flashing around, you know. Um, well, so I've got my own, yeah. I've got my own little nook that I that I'll smoke in. But yeah, if I'm going to someone else's house, I'll take my stuff with me and I just find a spot that's away from the kids and away from the people that don't like it. And so the thing um, is, then so I get high. Yeah, when you go out to smoke. After like yeah, a few minutes, I mean, even after like five minutes, when you come back in, you're still stinking of weed. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, but that, a, yeah. That's, that's where the vape comes in real handy. Oh, right. That's I mean, what that's I was what thinking. We, yeah. yeah. Like when we have company here that's not all into cannabis, some, the, uh, the volcano usually gets put in the master suite and we'll just kind of excuse ourselves and go enjoy a bag and nobody even knows the difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's See, awesome, I man. use... I use that as like a roll call. So, you know, and you walk back in <laughs> and that's how you find the others. It's like scenting for deer. You know? Right. How, how big are your and Christmas just, gatherings? Holy shit. Know, you, you, you see the ones, yeah. <laughs> that's like five people. <laughs> no, no. I always yeah. give it the old, like, uh, big, yeah. That sound, every stoner knows that sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the grinder. grinder. <laughs> the suppression <laughs> was the, the suppression was stopping it then, TJ. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know oh. the sound you mean. The ding, 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 yeah, yeah, ding, yeah, ding, as you're about. Yeah, everybody that whips their head and starts sniffing is. Well, like even a, you get fucking a, a cigarette. You know, we call them Rizzlers here, but you know, smoking papers, man. When you get your papers and just rustle them together, people will be like, it's, oh. "There is still going." I hear, <laughs> I hear Rizzler being rolled. You know, yeah. back, back right. in the day, man, it, it was it was the sound of the baggie being unrolled. You know, that's just the way it was. Because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you bought a weed was always in a in a baggie of some. You know, always be so like you could this hear it out of a pocket. So you know, if you are going out to a family gathering and they don't know that you smoke at all, then oh. you really can't fucking smoke because you're, you're going to come back in and you might get you spray out and shh, spray yourself and. <laughs> You're just going to smell like weed plus whatever you've sprayed yeah, on. Right. It's always the way. It doesn't work, man. So vaping is a good option. You, you, I mean, if you're using a dry herb vape, then that's still going to smell like you still yeah, smell a little bit like cannabis, really but not so much. But if you're using one of those cards, you know, with the oils in it, shit like that mixed with the uh, propylene glycol or the vegetable glycerin, that those kind of vapes, then you're not going to smell so much. When you use these shit. vapes, these are just as pure cannabis. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. live resin. Is it ganja wise? Yeah. I I've mean, been contemplating buying some more, but fuck, I've got They so have fucking weed. shirts now. <laughs> oh. I know. I know, but they're so convenient too. And they're yeah. great. They are great if you're going somewhere and you don't want anybody to know what you're up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. These things look like little, those, you know, they look like fucking anything. Yeah, See, I'm yeah. doing my nicotine. I love nicotine. Mm, nicotine's my right. favorite. Mm. Just oh, that's okay if you out. want to kill yourself and get cancer, but if you smoke weed, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate that. Yeah, we don't yeah. get that. Yeah, here, I know. But whatever. Yeah, but yeah. That's the frustrating vapes, thing. But when you when one. you come across those people who smoke cigarettes and you know, they'll go outside for a cigarette <laughs> yeah. and then stand there and look at you smoking a joint and they'll be like, oh, degenerate. Oh. 
I don't like the smell of that thing, man. You know, right? You don't smelled your ashtray lately. Exactly. (laughs) I don't like the smell of your fucking breath, mate. Fuck off. <laughs> speaking speaking of, did you guys hear this is a little off topic, but did they not ban uh ban cigarettes uh in New Zealand to people yeah, yes, for 2008 yes. or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. so anyone thought, after a certain date, ban right. grandfathered in, but after after a certain date, you're done. You know what's yeah. gonna happen? No, it's gonna happen. Anybody want to make Black a prediction? Market. There we go. The same thing that happens to everything else to be a legacy market. There's gonna there definitely be, be a surprise. There already a is a legacy well, market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't know if it has the same appeal as, say, things that actually get you high mm-hmm. versus Definitely. a thing no, that just won't. gives you cancer. So yeah. I don't know. But it would just yeah, make it more idea. cool, wouldn't it? it people be smoking because it's cool. It, it's uh, like when, <clears throat> when cannabis has been legalized, people have uh, teen use has dropped. They've seen that happen in all these different places. But it's not so rebellious anymore. You know? And that's what teenagers want to do. They want to rebel. So but making... so many kids are more into vaping now anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a lot of kids aren't vape or aren't smoking cigarettes. Are they going to mm-hmm. do anything about that? Or they just want people to move towards vaping rather than combustion for their nicotine content? I bet no. you the nicotine or the, the fucking tobacco companies making even more because mm-hmm. you probably have, you can dilute that shit. And these kids don't know what cigarettes are, especially yeah. strong cigarettes. So they're like, yeah, I love this. Look at the cloud. Fuck mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a ginormous... Uh, education push in the u.s right now to get kids to stop nicotine vapes yeah, because yeah, you know right. they can be just as dangerous but so right now yeah they were telling everybody use them before now they're telling everybody stop using them yeah you don't need the nicotine everybody what you need is the thc the delta right. nine thc get right. that shit down you. you'll be fine you don't need the rest the but cannabis you, but cannabis the, the devil's lettuce <laughs> I prefer jazz cabbage. Thank you very much. Yeah, nice. Jazz nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. But some people don't like the smell of it. So you have to be taking that into consideration when you're around their houses. If you do go out for a smoke, don't just stand in the back garden and do it because you're just going to bring the smoke back in. Go for a walk, man, and give it 10 minutes before you, you come back in after finishing your joint. Or you can take some edibles. You can go to March's website, listen to our podcast and find out loads of different edibles. There's definitely one that you're going to hear and be like, oh, that's my shit. I can put weed in that. So you, then you make your <laughs> <laughs> you make your edibles. It's, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Make your edibles well, and take that with you instead. And it might be a pain in the ass because you can't smoke and you want to actually smoke sometimes. But it would definitely be useful in, in between joints. You were smoking less if you take some edibles. What are you saying, Monkey? Sorry. I was going to say what I learned from Marge's website is that you can put weed in just about anything. Yes, mm-hmm. that's, that's very true. You really so, can. Yeah. Depends what you, what you feel like eating that day. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. definitely find something for the occasion. And you just got to time it right. And then you can be fucked up for your entire family gathering. So it's yes. Perfect. <laughs> Depending it on runs. how you feel about your family, you know. <laughs> timing. timing is everything. Timing is everything. Yeah. yeah, you can either be happy or you can be completely fucked up. Take your pick. Right. Or both. <laughs> yeah. That's both. right. Yeah. You can eat one of Bubble Hawks gummies and yeah, don't worry about it. That's God right. Damn. I would yeah. be drooling at the table if that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. They're so good. I, mm-hmm. I had to stop myself having one before when I grabbed my coffee. It's every time I go to the fridge, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I just stop myself. <laughs> So what about with the edibles? Do you think you should uh, take some cannabis edibles round for like the Christmas table? You know, everybody sits around the table and eats food and shit and be like, I bought these special sprouts. Should you do that? Or would you recommend that much? Not necessarily sprouts, but you know, something. 
You mean like a dish for everybody? But yeah, so people can partake if they wanted to. No, I wouldn't recommend that. No. Honestly, Fuck I find them all well, too I much. Find, it's just tolerance is vary so widely, and most mm, people, if mm. you're going to some kind of Christmas gathering, if they don't know what their personal tolerance is, somebody's going to get so fucked up, and then they're going to be like, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of the times at these things, people are also consuming alcohol. Mm, yeah. Also affects all that stuff. And yep. somebody could have a tolerance of five milligrams and then someone could be like bubble hawk with a hundred milligrams and then everything in between. So how do you know like yeah, yeah. what to make that that Christmas pudding or whatever the fuck you're making? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you I know, can see just, somebody's a lightweight with alcohol and never consumed cannabis before. Now we got double trouble. Right. Yeah. So, ooh, too many variables. Mm-hmm. There are a ton of variables. You're way better off bringing something that's like bite-sized so that you can make it really low dose and then people can either eat one or... I guess in Bubble Hawk's case, it might be eating 20, but <laughs> what, as long as you have enough. <laughs> and that yeah. way they can kind of choose their own adventure sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. That would be what I would yeah. recommend anyway. Or something that you can like add a sauce, an infused sauce or have infused butters that you can put on it or, you know, that kind of thing. So people can dose themselves based on their own comfort level. And if they don't know their comfort level, well, you know what to do. Just advise them to be careful because mm-hmm. this shit is powerful. Yeah, because that's something I wanted to bring up in this as well. It's like there some people are just curious, but they don't have access to cannabis, especially in places where it's illegal, like here in the UK. Some people just don't have contact for it, but they want to try mm-hmm. some. So they might come outside, or or you know, if you're sitting at the table, you're allowed to smoke indoors and shit, and they might come up to you and be like, "You're gonna gonna take a hit of that shit." And this is where you have to like say yes. Of course, you want to mm-hmm. share, but you have to be very careful with these newbies especially if you're smoking proper weed, like your own homegrown, because you know that shit is the shit. And they're not going to be ready for that, man. You have to make sure that they understand that they are not like bubble hawk. You can't just <laughs> chunk off this whole fucking joint and be like, hmm, think I'll have another. It's, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. You know, you got to do just a couple of drags, let them settle. And usually that's plenty for somebody who doesn't smoke cannabis often, just a couple of draws, man. Let them get I would a little say bit even one it. draw, like mm-hmm, just one mm-hmm, puff, mm-hmm. and yeah. then like give it like two minutes because it still takes a few, like a minute yeah. or two. I would and even say ten know. minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes right. different people, yeah. you never know. Better safe than sorry. Ten mm-hmm. minutes is a small price. Yeah, and they might be like, "Oh, that's that's nothing until until it's something." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, most, yeah. most newbies are going to find that one hit will do plenty for them if they just give mm-hmm. it the time. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like too, a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't like to smoke weed because it makes me paranoid. And I've been that person before. I realized it's just, I'm, I was taking too much. Like I was just consuming too much. Yeah. And if you have like, you know, that one puff and you wait the 10 minutes, like monkey said, then, you know, they can kind of settle and figure it out and then they don't get that paranoia. I imagine that, you know, they're popping around for Christmas and just eating a big juicy Christmas dinner. Just have a just a little toke on one of these fine lemon tree splits for dessert, <laughs> and they fucking they're gonna be asleep for the rest of the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and maybe that's what you want. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's better that than you know than being that hyper kind of stone. You know when people do that and they giggle at everything and shit. Like, come on, man, I'm trying to chill. You shut the fuck up. I kind of enjoy like a first time smoker. <laughs> I kind of enjoy a first time smoker giggling and having fun with it though. Mm. Yeah, it makes me happy. Me yeah. It's kind of fun. It is that's a fun. good experience. They'll do it again when that happens. Yeah, that's it. And that, that's right. what that's yeah. what you want them to have. But you want them to have a good experience because then you have a good experience. If they like start being sick 
and all that shit, you're liable for that. You, you really have to look after that person until they're feeling better. And if that does yeah. happen, then, you know, some some sugary drink like orange juice, some kind of fruit juice, that will have them feeling better pretty quickly. But it's your job to babysit the person. If you gave it to them and they, you know, they're right. smoking yeah. a little bit too much, it's on you, man. Fix well, it. Sometimes, I mean... sometimes, too, I think this is where the vape pens, like the carts and stuff, really do come in handy for people who are curious because there's not that compulsion to smoke more like when it's a joint because when the joint's lit and it's being passed around, I don't know. I just feel like you should smoke more, but you can easily just take that one puff with a vape pen and then wait and see. Mm-hmm. Always wow. a good idea. Yeah. Wait and see. That's it. Yeah. Take it slow, yeah. man. Don't be getting all crazy. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> now, something, something that you may not have considered and, and you know, it's holiday season and everybody likes to take your photographs and, and have some fun with cameras and things like that. But a lot of times if you've got a new, new person who's trying cannabis for the first time and if something goes a little funny and people are snapping pictures, it can really be a bad situation. So I'm going to encourage people when people get high, kind of lay back off the camera a little bit. Let people have fun and don't embarrass them so much with the photographs. Get that camera out of my face. Exactly. <laughs> this is a chill time. Enjoy That's it right. a little bit. You know, nobody wants to be sitting there and, and be haunted by their first first time they ever got high for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember it forever because they're that one bloke in the back that's white as all hell, sweating. Yeah. You know, it's so. like that, that experience is going to decide for them whether they do cannabis again. You know, if they have a nice experience on it, then they might try it again in the future. And, but if there's loads of people who have smoked weed for the first time, like March had smoked far too much, got paranoid, anxious, and, you know, some people have even been sick. And mm-hmm. they don't go near the shit again after that. It's like, oh, I tried it, but it's, it's not for me. It doesn't work right. for me. And it's like, you just fucking took it wrong. You didn't have the right guidance. So if you're going to give somebody who doesn't usually smoke cannabis in any way, then, you know, just look after them man. be their guide, be, be their shaman through their cannabis experience. Mm. <laughs> it's like low, everything goes slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you, it's like the it's same thing with alcohol. It's like, if it's the first time drinking alcohol, you don't go out and down a bottle of Jack Daniels, do you? Actually. You're yeah, a new drink, some let's go yeah. drink tequila shots. What you been a lightweight for, just... man? Shit. <laughs> That's right. Chase that shot with a beer. Come on, do it. Yeah. But something else we should cover as well. I mean, because we mentioned briefly about the smell of cannabis when you're smoking it, but just the smell of cannabis on its own without even being smoked and shit. That's strong, man. And you could be sitting at the table around your whole fucking family stinking the room out of blue cheese. I've been there, done it. <laughs> so I love the smell, man. Come mm, to my house. But, but that's it. You, we love the smell. I mean, we get, you get that fucking fine, pungent smell of dog shit weed, and you're like, mm, <laughs> that's my shit. And people are like, is it actually Literally. your shit? Because it does smell like shit. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful, man. Not everybody likes that. So make sure you've got a good airtight container. You can't just wrap it in cling film or you know, put in a little a little pouch or something. It doesn't work. That doesn't keep the smell down. You really have to have a good airtight container to keep there the smell. There is actually, up. I was going to mention this. There is a new product out on the market. It's not cheap though, but it's called Billow. And it's by the, the woman who invented the Ardent. If any of you are familiar with the mm-hmm. Ardent decarboxylator. Mm-hmm. So she invented this device where you like put the joint inside this box and then you smoke it and it totally contains the smell which i thought was kind of interesting although it's pretty expensive so (laughs) i don't know but it's just kind of interesting that Mm. uh you know because some people really don't like the smell which i Mm. think is insane but you know just depends on the weed 
or you can just go all out and stop all questions. Just attach a couple to your shirt, like a brooch, just a couple of nugs. <laughs> I think <laughs> earrings would do really well for you. You know, yeah. Yeah. a cooler from each ear. You're good. <laughs> they get the messages. Just bring a plant along with you. I brought me own Christmas tree. Right. Hang it from the doorways there in the arch, you know, kiss under the <laughs> under the, the cola. Just a couple of autos hanging from the front door like a wreath. Mm. Man, that's now we're doing stoner Christmas. This yeah, that's Christmas. good yeah. etiquette right there. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you know, and that's it as well. We're people to visit you if you're hosting the party. Yeah, just be considerate of the guests. Maybe they won't like it. I know it's nice. It's your house and you should be able to do what the fuck you like. But yeah, you just have to try and be courteous to the people visiting. Yeah. Smoke outside if necessary. And if you don't want the smoke to go everywhere, because people's neighbours as well, you, you know, if you're in the UK, you don't want your neighbours smelling because it's in all the fucking newspapers. Like, if you smell cannabis, then call the police and we'll be around in a few <laughs> weeks to do something about it. <laughs> yeah. you know, so, and, but TG, what's that device you have where you blow smoke into that? Well, this thing? Yeah, that's work. the one. Yeah. Oh. That's my smoke buddy. Doesn't really work that well, but oh. <laughs> that's I what mean, I've heard about those that they work okay, but they're not great. I think it would, but it's really hard to get a perfect seal around your mouth when you're exhaling. Plus, you know, like to contain, you know, it's I was just smoking hash, so my strategy is to just get the the hash light lit and then just slowly inhale all the smoke and then all of it goes through here, but it. It never mm-hmm. works, even if I don't get any residual smoke off of here. Because I think it comes through the corners of your mouth, and probably the carbon in here gets fucked up pretty quickly. But it's the mainstream as well, isn't it? Like the smoke that comes from the stuff you're burning that doesn't go through the pipe, that just goes up in the air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, these do work kind of. I, I wouldn't say rely on them entirely if you need to be completely stealthy, but they they will help, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. They got a reduction, but not, a, not an elimination here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know Personally one thing we used to do when it. we used to host the parties uh, back in the day, it was always known that there was cannabis going to be there, but we always did it in a room that was not the main room, out of the way. And if you wanted to smoke, you went to the smoking room. Hmm. And that way, if people came and they didn't want to partake, they knew not to go to that room. Yeah, it's yeah. probably the best thing I think. Yeah, unless you're inviting fucking narcs over. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you your your family and friends aren't narcs, you know. But so like yeah. you don't have to be that fucking stealthy, but more just like you don't want to inconvenience people. Just like I said, mm-hmm. my my girlfriend Cheryl has asthma. I don't smoke mm-hmm. in the house at all. Even just the, you know, I, I like I joked before, I can't really smell weed right now because I was smoking hash. But there is, even with all my carbon filters. Like I grow lots of weed. I have fucking weed everywhere here. It smells like weed in here. And so it's it is hard to mask. It's a very strong smell in a place where weed isn't. When you bring weed there, it fucking stinks it up. So um yeah, just you know, try and be fucking not like fuck you, man, or something like that. Cause like that generally doesn't go over well. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's just like, yeah, be be uh be polite and uh but don't still, be obnoxious you know people have to compromise too so you know just don't go in that room if you don't like weed basically. and the difference is you know if we if we throw a party and it's well known that it is a cannabis party now the rules change because right. it's everywhere because you know right. 
when you walk in the door, you already know what you're coming to. Fucking rights, man. If you if I'm hosting a party, for example, and you're like, I don't like the smell of weed. It's like, well, fuck you. I don't know. Like <laughs> basically, I don't fuck you, but like, what am I supposed to do? Right. I don't like the smell of fucking diesel, but we don't ban diesel cars, you know? Right. So just don't come, I guess. It sucks. And I guess if you don't like the smell of weed, though, I probably don't like you anyway. So I was just going to say, TG, there's no way you'd know anybody that would ever say that. So yeah, I don't like the sound of your voice. So how about you fuck off? No. Right. Yeah, be polite. But, you know, if they start it, then fucking fuck that shit. Tell them to fuck off. Well, there, there has to be a line drawn, right? Especially in Canada now. Like, you have to expect fucking, if, especially like Marge said, booze is always there. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck you. I got 224 of Coors. Here's my fucking 40 of fucking Wiser. Sorry, I got cookie in my mouth. <laughs> but like, booze is like fucking so much booze, you know? And yeah, people yeah, are just yeah. Like, the, yeah whole, that's the whole kitchen counter fun. is covered with booze, booze people. Right. Buying, you know? yeah. It's late people everywhere. To the LBS to get more booze because they're out of booze, you know? But then weed is just like, wow, you smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. I bring a small <laughs> paper bag with, with an ounce of weed in it. And people are, wow, that, all that weed? Dude, that's that's 28 grams. That's nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I <laughs> before lunch. <laughs> right, but yeah. I mean, compromise I think is important and, and people need to yeah, depending on where you are. But here it's like, yeah. Come to my house, motherfucker. Come on. Yeah, you know what you're gonna get here. Yeah. Well, it's gonna smell of weed. If you don't like it, <laughs> probably then just don't come around yeah probably we're gonna go straight down to my fucking grow room and i'm gonna be like look at this look at these things holy shit. Yeah. that's what well, we I'm do to christmas at tg's <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like yeah i'm gonna have a joint right now would you mind stepping outside <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they can go stand outside in the cold and then when you finish you can just wave them back in like it's good and done now come on yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah. if you have a place i would say like that's at my auntie's house that's what we're um the last year i it was fucking hilarious actually because i i thought that was the place where you just smoked but it was really cold i didn't want to open the windows so i just thought that was a smoking place but apparently you didn't need to open all the windows it was just like the place that was kind of okay for smoking and my uncle came in and i'd been i smoked like three joints sitting out there fucking whatever and you really couldn't see anything it was so fucking smoky in that room and he's like holy fuck she's blue in here And uh, he was not impressed at all because, yeah, the rest of the house obviously did stink. And uh, because it wasn't the smoking room, it was just the room you smoked in, right? So, yeah, uh, other people's houses maybe, but, uh, you know, be cognizant of shit. Ask, ask if it's... John Finnegan said here, so according to Mackie, get everyone fucked so they have to go outside for fresh air and you can chill on the couch and enjoy a spliff. Nice, Mackie. I don't know. I don't know how I said that in any way, but if that's what you heard, John, that's cool, man. Roll with it. That, that's good for you. Do it. What about the old bathroom, man? I got a bathroom downstairs with the fan on it. I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think cool. every every stoner has a, a little room in their house or a spot, a dedicated smoking spot. Yeah. You just got to ask. Mm-hmm. I have an ashtray in there, and like. You know, I used to wonder as a little kid why people kept ashtrays in their bathrooms. Like, oh, that's probably <laughs> <laughs> now you know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, is there anything else here to add about etiquette? You know, I just, I would just like to say again, just be polite, you know, be a good representation of the cannabis community. So, people, when they think of cannabis users or stoners, 
then they think of you and how much of a good example you set, uh, how, how chilled you are, how relaxed you are, and shit like that. Trying to, I know I joke about, uh, fuck you then, motherfucker. But really, just, just try and be as polite and respectful as possible. But don't let anybody take piss out of you as well, you know? Use your own judgment. Use this as a reminder to clean your glassware. Right. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Don't don't that's, bring out the embarrassing bar. Sure. <laughs> yeah, don't give them like this. Oh, this is actually pretty nice right now. But I used to have some soy sauce in this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of those things out. Hey, you want to hit? Oh. Yeah. The, did you yeah. put cola in that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not etiquette. Do not give them a dirty bong, especially if it's yeah. like a time smoker, and you're just like, God, oh, gross. That's mm. good weed in there. Oh. Oh. I have some terrible memories of bongs that have never been fucking cleaned. And uh, no, I've actually got gross. spare volcano Bodies bags around that I give people clean volcano bags if they come in. Yeah. Yeah. Just I mean, like, it's, just, it's polite, you know, it's one of those things. Yeah. So what, what anything for you to add here, Monkey? Before we uh, no, uh, not really not really, just you know, it's it's just being a good representative of the cannabis community mm-hmm. is all we're mm-hmm. saying. You know, be responsible, have fun with it though. Yeah, you know. What are you saying, Bubble? Yeah, I pretty much the same line. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. It's essentially just pick your spot, be respectful of other people, clean your glassware, and <laughs> always bring a bud to the party. Because if there's another smoker there, you don't want to be the only one with the weed, you know, vice versa. Mm-hmm. Always take a little bud just in case. Yeah. And that, that's a good know. point as well, because people in Australia and the UK would usually put tobacco with their joints. And if they yeah. are cigarette smokers anyway, they're going to want to use their own brand of tobacco, which they prefer. Uh, so they, you can give them a bud then and they can, yeah. well, you can make a joint for them maybe if they can't do it or, you know, they, they might be able to build their own. They'll prefer it with their own tobacco in it. Sorry, TG. I don't know if it was said, but again, like just like with dosing, if you put tobacco in your joints and you give me a joint, tell me there's fucking tobacco in it so I can decline yeah. politely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh god, oh, that's. Disgusting. I agree. Yeah. That's a, a that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Not See, like it's I... important, but it's kind of nice to even know what's in the strain that's in that joint when you hand it to me. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of like that. What about yeah. you, Marge? But... What would you like to add? I think everyone's kind of touched on everything. The only thing that was popping into my mind maybe is that if you are dealing with somebody who is curious about trying cannabis for the first time or they're very occasional smokers, be really cognizant of how much alcohol they've already had to drink. Mm -hmm. Because again, I've seen some pretty messy situations where, because the alcohol literally messy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It can be very unpleasant. Sometimes Mm -hmm. like that cannabis will make the effects of the alcohol even stronger. And if they're, you know, had quite a bit to drink already. That's really going to affect the results. Mm-hmm. Yes. About yeah. you, TG, anything to finish up on there? Uh, no, I think that's all good. You know, like be cognizant of who you're going to visit and who's coming to visit, you know. And the um, old golden rule of don't be a dick. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right. I would, uh, <laughs> I'd, and I'd also add, if you're a grower like myself and you have the capacity to uh, like, you know, like, Bubble Hawk said, bring a bud. I like bringing bags now, you know? (laughs) Bring a jar, damn. Yeah. People, like, we all know how inexpensive. That's why we we do this show, really, is, like, we need people to get growing because it's various reasons why money is a big one, right? It's stupid expensive. So when you bring a fucking bag, two bags even, 
um, of like some nice homegrown shit and you're just like, yeah, grab it. You know, people are like, yeah. are, you, are, are you sure? Are you, are you fucking serious? Kind of thing. Even here still, because it's like this would cost so much for me to buy. Mm-hmm, but right. for you um, and it's again, you know, people really, really appreciate it. And yeah. Yeah. because, uh, you know, and as a grower, too, I I love when people love my weed. You know, I I'm very humble about it. Uh, in the in almost like I don't give it out because I'm worried people don't like it but everybody always does like it because like it's it's good weed you know mm-hmm. not the best I'm sure but it's pretty good so mm-hmm. I, I always love sharing but um and yeah if you, if you have the capacity to share I guess is my point Do people love free weed because oh, I've yeah. done yeah. I, I did that at my daughter's uh staff party a couple months ago i just brought a couple jars of weed <laughs> and i don't I how don't crazy propose... is that my mom's gonna bring some weed around for <laughs> yeah. us everybody oh, yeah. I always do. but like you I'm just leave it there up. yeah i, I brought papers and stuff too and a grinder and everything so they had everything that they needed but you know it's uh it's kind of fun to do nice. and i like doing it and then they compliment my weed even though i'm pretty sure i grow like pretty average weed but <laughs> you know showing off has a question here in the chat he said, is it proper etiquette to attempt to convince religious family members that Jesus used oil in his miracles, cannabis oil in his miracles? Uh-huh. So, so you know, I wouldn't even uh, try and avoid topics like that. <laughs> you really don't need yeah. to get into this. I answered that question yeah. in the chat and I said 100% it oh. is. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, As someone who I mean, grew up in a religious household, I'd say, yeah, stir the shit. Why you know, not? Jesus yeah. was a stoner as well. <laughs> you know, That's Jesus right. was a degenerate like me. Huh? Mm-hmm. That <laughs> anointing oil. We all know what it really was. Yeah, I've heard uh, Steve Reisner talk about going into churches in Oklahoma trying to convince them to, to vote for le- legalization back in the day. And he used to bring in CBD cream and put give it to the elderly in the crowd and say, "Hey, try this." And you know, ten minutes later, ask them how their hands were, things like that. Mm-hmm. But he would actually just tell them point blank, "God's I'm healed, Jesus. It's a miracle." well it's like this plant was put here on this earth by god for us to use point blank that's what he did so hey go for that it's a good argument it's true bible fundamentalist just time and place man do you really want to be spending christmas day having debates (laughs) about religion on on baby jesus's very own birthday no because i've already dosed on edibles before i got to i was gonna i'm just having fun as it is man i was gonna say if if i'm high i'm all for it like you know know, i'm atheist as fuck man if somebody's having that conversation i happily just sit there and watch them backwards and forwards like fucking (laughs) tennis match (laughs) where's the popcorn yeah but you know realistically there's no point even starting it because you're not going to change anybody's mind it may be the people listening to the discussion but you're not going to convince anybody yeah, of uh, cannabis being a good thing if they think otherwise. That's just the way it is. Yeah, some people some people have had it drummed into their head that long. It's just what they believe and it, mm-hmm. you can't change it. So, it, No, it usually takes a significant emotional event to change those people's minds. Like if someone that they know has had pain and this, this was the answer, that's what yeah. it takes. And is it like frankincense or myrrh, some kind of herb that people smoke? Is it myrrh? Mm, I don't know. Frankincense was the incense or something, but they both cover up the dead body smell. Yeah, yes, for embalming and what and whatnot funerals. Uh, I guess the I don't know what the other one was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm not a religious expert. There's gold, frankincense, and myrrh. If you're talking about the three wise men, I know Mm -hmm. what gold is. Yeah. No, why is that? (laughs) Oh, really? You don't know what that is? No, what was that? 
Is that no, that metal? Good. It's like sankara piss. That's that one. Yeah, yeah. That's, if that's you have the any stuff there. That nasty piss color metal, just send it my way. I'll, I'll take care All of it. All right, yeah, cool. I, I've been looking for a place to get rid of this. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we also have one question here in the list of mail in the, the show notes here from Beaker Bongs, who put it up over on the forum. And Bubba Hawk, you might be able to say something about this because you know about PGRs. He, he asks, uh, could you explain what PGRs are, how to recognize buds that's being grown with them when compared to bud that has been grown using PK boosters? Maybe some examples of products to steer away from and others that actually help. You got any mm. input on that, Bubba Hawk? So PGRs generally refer to plant growth regulators. So these occur both naturally and there are some synthetic ones. Ideally, you want to try and steer clear of them as much as you can in, in your growing um, efforts. However, seaweed is a PGR. So anything that's like a seaweed, um, like a, your root root boosters and things like that can be PGR. They're completely fine to use. Um, it's, it's more, I think there's about three of them um, from memory. Uh, I did have three of them written down because I did see that one. Um, I'll see how I go with this. Paclobutrazole or PBZ, diminazide, and chlormaquat chloride. They're the ones you kind of want to stick steer clear of. They're the most commonly used here. I hear dihydrogen um, monoxide is a bad one as well, right? Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> we will steer clear of that. See, so I try and steer clear of all of them. You know, most if you're growing it yourself, you know, chances are unless you're going for things like bud candy and all of those extras that promise big fat buds and quicker growth and things like that. Generally your, your main lines are going to be pretty okay. Um, but if you're looking, if you're looking to tell the difference between a PGR bud and a standard bud, uh, the biggest thing you'll find is lack of trichomes. You'll have more sort of those brownish red hairs. They tend to be just covered in it. Uh, lack of smell um, and it'll be a more dull color so you, you tend to have more of the browns through it than than any of the greens so it's not as vibrant as a, as a hmm. homegrown clean nugget so that's the easiest way um, but yeah the lack of smell is a big thing if you open it you open that bag and it smells like hay you know and they're not they're smaller dense nuggets like little rocks mm. covered in brown mm. hairs chances are that's been grown with the PGR um, so you want to try and avoid that if you can. The swag, you don't want the swag. You don't want the swag. <laughs> that's right. But that's that's all to do with what the PGRs do to the bud um, hmm. in its growth stages. So um, yeah, it makes them a little bit more solid, and it will grow quicker depending on what you're using. But you, the quality suffers, and then because they're usually in such high concentrations it never flushes out of the product itself. And then you end up ingesting that when you smoke it or vape it. And you can generally tell if you're getting a racy, really racy high with headaches and coughing a lot, like, you know, you know what your normal smoke is going to taste like, and you get a bit of a cough with, with any weed, if you hit it hard enough, but with a PGR, it's generally, you know, Almost like it's been sprayed with fly spray, I think is the easiest way to put that. If you can imagine something being sprayed with fly spray and then you smoke it and you get that headache, that 
can't imagine that. It would be horrible. It's not nice. It's not a nice thing. Um, easiest way to avoid it is grow your own. Yeah, grow your own, man. Grow your own. <laughs> grow your own, man. Yeah, do it. That's it. Boy, we also keep it simple. Grow your own. Yeah, and we recommend that for everybody. You know, if you have the ability to, some people don't have the ability to, and that's just unfortunate. But if you have the like, you've got all arms and legs working properly and shit, then you really do have the ability to do it somehow. If you're disabled and you you haven't, you know, you're not active enough to do that kind of thing, then that's going to stop you, obviously. But if you're like physically able to grow a plant, then you should do it. You should find a way and get it done. That's the best cannabis and the safest cannabis you're going to get, even if you're in legalized areas. Do your own shit, man. It's going to be the best. And you have plenty of it as well, which is always important. You know, like, like TG said, you got enough to share around everybody. You can take jars and bags everywhere with you, which is always fun. Mm. I've personally thrown shit out that people have brought around. Because mm. you know, <laughs> they bring it around, they're like, check this out. Well, that's, that's just shit. And throw it in the bin and then I just give them some of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, look, I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't throw it in the bin, but if, if I'm looking at it and it looks in any way, shape or form like it's been grown with, with a PGR, I'm not going to let my friends smoke that shit. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just chuck it in the bin and give you some of mine. I don't care. You know, yeah. At the end of the day, I've got, I've got plenty cause I grow my own. So, mm-hmm. you know, nothing. So yeah, yes. exactly. A, cu- a couple of buds to you means nothing, but it means everything mm-hmm. to that person's health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and the last question there is from John Finnegan. He says, you want to adopt me, Marge? <laughs> i already no, asked bro no, I don't. So no, I already, no. <laughs> all my kids are out of the house i don't have to worry about them anymore i do not want to take on any more responsibility and you sound like a lot of responsibility john you, you seem like high maintenance <laughs> mate no That's offense right. <laughs> so yeah there we go that's it for the grow guides today we're going to have another 420 in just a few minutes so we'll go to go to the outro and then smoke up you know what i'm saying let's do the outro there we go everybody that was the last episode before christmas and it's the last episode for a week or so because we're taking a break over christmas so there won't be any episodes to download next week but feel free to go back through the back catalog there's over 200 episodes for you to go back download and listen to any one of those but i'd like to take this opportunity to say thank you very much to every single one of you who goes out and downloads the podcast every week we really appreciate every single one of you guys who takes the time to listen to the show and it's real good to know that you all enjoy it and i hope you have a good christmas hope you have a good new year and maybe we'll catch you on some of the christmasy live streams that we'll be doing over on youtube at youtube.com slash high and homegrown you know where to find us and of course if you can drop over to percysgrowroom.com and say hello if you're not a member already so anyway again have a good christmas happy holidays whatever it is you do just make sure that you have a good time stay high stay safe And we'll speak to you next week. Have a good one. Goodbye.